Hello again, beautiful starseed, and welcome back to another episode of Expand with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, I am talking all about spirit guides, and I get this question all the time. Elizabeth, how do I connect with my spirit guides? How do I talk to them? How do I hear or know if they are talking back to me? So I have one piece of advice today, and we are going to really unpack this and deep dive into this topic. But of course, before we do, I want to ask you, how are you? Have you checked in with yourself lately? Have you been aware of the choices that you've been making? Have you tuned in to why you got so frustrated the other day? Or have you tuned in to why you are feeling so free and happy? Have you asked yourself why opportunities are leaving you or being created? I find that when things happen in our life that is unexpected or is shocking, we don't want to know, right? I I don't want to know. I don't know want to know how that person got into a car accident. I don't even want to know why I lost my job. I just want to move on, right? But likewise, when good things are happening in our life, we don't want to ask questions. And from my own personal experience, I don't want to know why something good is happening because I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to dig too deep into something that's good. I just want to experience it. I just want to be in it, right? So I think that there's a healthy balance between checking in with yourself and wanting to know versus being in the moment, taking it as it is, not needing or wanting to know, and just being, which is also a very magical place to be as well. So I wanted to take this time right now as an opportunity with you listening for you to tune in with yourself. Maybe after this podcast episode, you want to go take a bath or write in your journal or call up a friend who supports you, but take that time for you. We are so busy in our day doing and going and hustling and providing that we really rarely give back to ourselves. So let's talk about yelling at your spirit guides. (laughs) This is probably the most prominent memory that I have in relation to my spirit guides. Now, I have many, many, many memories, beautiful ones, about my spirit guides in the past, going back at least 10 years. But this is a memory within the past couple of years that really helped me pivot my life. And I'll give you a little backstory on the lead up to this conversation I had with them. I was living in Toronto at the time with my boyfriend who turned into a fiance and our relationship was, it was good. It was safe. Actually, as a matter of fact, he saved me from a very detrimental, very deeply manipulative, I can't even call it abusive necessarily, but 
it was scarring to say the least. And, and that was with a relationship with a man who had an entity attachment on him. And it was definitely a dark side attempt to take me down before I really truly stepped into my power. That was back in 2014. Then I met a man upon breaking up with this manipulative, charming, gregarious, you know, shapeshifter, I could call him. And then I met a man right after, right actually during the breakup of that experience. And he was kind and he was patient and he was safe. And that's exactly what I needed. And I will thank him for the rest of my life for saving me from that situation because if he didn't step in and save me from that, even though we were in the middle of a breakup, this other man was so manipulative that I know that I would have gone back to it. And that's what scares me is that other timeline. So I really, really appreciate this ex-fiance's position in my life for saving me from that. And we had a relationship for three years, but the longer that it went on, the more I started to realize that it was just that. It was safe. It was comfortable. We were best friends. We could talk about anything. But that romance, that intimacy, that passion, that sexuality, it just wasn't there. And I felt like this is the best that it's going to get. Then I had a conversation with my guides. Now, leading up to the conversation with my spirit guides, I was having panic and anxiety attacks at least once a month, every single month for a year leading up to this. And I had no idea why I was having these crazy anxiety attacks. It would hit me when I'm just hanging out on the couch watching TV. This panic attack would just come out of nowhere. Now, later, I realized that these panic attacks were actually a really good sign pointing me in the direction that I wasn't really fully happy. I wasn't fully really fulfilled. I was just kind of biding my time. So one night, it was, I believe, January 2018, and I was sitting in the bathtub, as I usually love doing, and I was talking to my guides telepathically, which wasn't unusual, right? It happens all the time. Usually it's kind of a one-way conversation. Usually I just kind of talk to them. It's quite rare these days that I really desperately need advice. And I think the reason why is because even when I'm unsure, I still have an inner knowing that points me in the right direction. But I also am at a point not always, but I'm getting to a point where I don't need to know all the time, even when it is serious, even when it is, you know, a challenging situation. I'm, I'm really good at just kind of letting it go and going with the flow, right? So anyway, so I'm sitting in the bathtub and I'm talking to my guides and, and this is what I said. I yelled at them, right? And we're going to get into like what that actually means and why that's going to be beneficial for you. <laughs> so sitting in the bathtub, telepathically, I yelled at them and I said, guides, I am about to get married to this man. And for whatever reason, right, it's fine. It's not an abusive relationship. There's no issues. That's the problem is that there's no issues. 
but I'm still questioning it. And I don't know, but I need to know. I need to know because I'm about to get married to him. And I don't take marriage lightly. This is not, you know, something that happens every month. So I yelled at my guides and I said, if this is not the man that I'm supposed to marry, tell me. And I told them, like, I yelled at them and I said, don't just give me a little sign, okay? Don't just give me a nudge. I want you to shake me up. I want you to rattle my fucking world. But whatever the case is, you gotta tell me now because I'm about to make a huge commitment and I need to know and I've been on the fence, right? I was back and forth for months. Once again, part of me is like, why would I need anything more than this? This is good. This is safe. This is okay. I'm I'm doing well. I mean, right? Like we kind of convince ourselves that it is good, that it is the best situation for us. And if we have to convince ourselves that it's the best situation, it most likely fucking isn't. <laughs> Straight up. I'm just going to say it like it is. And I'll, I'll give you perspective. I'm skipping ahead to this moment right now and my my current romantic relationship. There's never once been in my mind a convincing of, this is the best that it is. This is really good, right? <laughs> there's never been that kind of conversation in my mind because there's been no need to convince myself of anything that isn't, if that makes sense, okay? So I yelled at them, give me a sign. I waited. I actually just sat in the tub and I waited for them to tell me yes or no, that was all convoluted. I couldn't figure out what they were trying to say, or I think my ego just kind of got in the way of that internal talk, right? Of like, no, it's good. Really, this is it. <laughs> this is it, really. So I got nothing, really nothing that night. And I kind of forgot I had that conversation. And I just like let it go. And I assumed that I was moving forward with the dynamic because I had nothing, nothing else to go on, right? They didn't stop me necessarily. So I'm just, I'm just going with it. And it was about, what was it? It was about a month and a half later. So it was in March of 2018 where I end up having this session with this client. And it's this woman from California. And it's funny because, you know, in the session, everything's confidential. And I don't ever usually think about clients in that way. And it was funny, too, because she was going through a lot of, like, business stress and issues. And she was just kind of this ball of freaking chaos. Like, so not my vibe, right? Just this ball of freaking chaos. And after the call, I thought about her. And... There was this instant recognition, this instant feeling of, I kind of love that ball of chaos. I kind of recognize that ball of chaos. I kind of know what that is. I know who this is. And so then we start connecting and there's texting and we're sharing music and it's all very innocent stuff. But I can't stop thinking about her. Now, picture this, right? I'm, I'm about to get married to this man. I've never been with a woman before in my life. Now, a lot of my friends would say, you know, in the past, oh, you're definitely gay or you're queer or, you know, maybe just not straight. Maybe because I'm a tomboy and I ride motorcycles and whatever, right? But I've never been with a woman. And so this really came out of the blue for me, 
Now, it was probably a month into texting her. No, no, there was no, like, sexual stuff. It was very, there wasn't even a lot of, like, heavy emotional stuff either. It was just this kind of everyday communication that I looked forward to all the time, you know? And and I felt guilty, even though there was nothing, you know, that was crossing boundaries. There was a ton of guilt on my end because I felt like I had more of an emotional, even romantic connection to this stranger in California than I ever had to my current partner. You know, I loved him. I still love him. And he definitely still has a very near and dear piece of my heart. But there was never the fire. It just wasn't there. It was safe. And so I went back into the bathtub about a month later and I yelled at my guides again. And I was like, all right, spirit guides, what the hell is going on? Who is this chick? What do I do? Right? And I said, give me a sign. Let me know. Right? Let me know what's up. And they laugh. Like my spirit guides literally laugh at me. And they said, Elizabeth, she is your sign. She is your sign. We gave you the sign that you asked for before. And then I said, right, it's like, it's like such a human thing. Okay, cool. Well, can you like give me another sign and like confirm that sign? (laughs) They laugh again. They're like, no, no, we're not. And I was so worried. Like, I mean, the first thought in my mind was like, fuck, you know. This means that I'm going to have to change everything. I'm going to have to change my whole life. And it wasn't until I got to a point where I realized, I understood, I came to the conclusion that whether or not she is my human, whether or not she is just a fling, she is just a stranger passing in the night, or she is my my one, okay, in this life, no matter what the outcome was going to be, she was giving me 10 times more than I was receiving in my current relationship. And no matter if I was moving forward with or without her, it was a pretty good indication that there was a lot more to experience and uncover and explore in the world than just what I had. And I knew right then and there that I had to end the the engagement and then everything unfolded and, and, and what have you. Okay. That's the most recent time. And I've yelled at my spirit guides a couple more times, but that's the most recent time that I yelled at them. And they gave me, once again, I asked for a sign to rattle my world. It shook up my sexuality. It shook up my country. It shook up my location. It shook up my business. I mean, it shook up everything, right? Okay. So let's talk about yelling at your guides after that lovely story. So telepathically, right? It's really cool. When you're around someone who's at the same vibrational frequency level, it's so much easier to be telepathic with them. And I think that that's pretty incredible is when you're just so kind of you're in the kitchen with your best friend and there's no like, oh, pass me the salt. It's like they already have it in their hand to give to you, that kind of thing. Now, when we're talking with our guides, especially at first, it is going to feel like a one-way conversation. And the reason for this is because they're at a much higher vibrational frequency level. If we are not in that dimension with them, then we are not going to hear what they have to say back. So think about like a spiraling staircase 
And think about a building, okay, that has a spiral staircase that goes up 10 flights. And you are on floor three and your spirit guides are on floor eight, for example. Now, imagine that this spiraling staircase and this building is sound resistant. It's soundproof. Now, all the soundproofing within every single floor of the building is a representation of your emotions, of your baggage, of your past lifetimes, of your skepticism, of your trust issues, of your jealousy, of your attachments, of all of that shit, okay? Of your distractions, of your phone, of your beeping, of your kids, of your all of it, all right? So when you speak to your guides, you're speaking up and they can hear you. And the only reason why your spirit guides can hear you is because they can go down to your level. It's very similar to spirits and loved ones who have crossed over. As soon as you think about them, as soon as you say their name, they are in the room with you. They are there. They travel directly to you. As soon as you think about the Galactic Federation, they are listening. At least someone is listening. As soon as you think about your spirit guides, especially if you know who you're calling upon, they're right there. They're perking up. They're listening. Side note, okay? If you are having an issue with school and studying, for example, and uh, you speak to your spirit guides and you're like, Spirit guides, I don't know what's going on, but I can't focus long enough to study properly. Can you help me? That ask has a specific frequency associated with it. And there is a specific spirit guide to help you with that frequency. So even though you're talking to all your guides, only the right one will perk up to your request because they match the frequency of your ask. Hopefully that makes sense. Like, for example, like romantic issues, right? Maybe you have a Palladian who's super compassionate and you're working on compassion and vulnerability in relationships. They're going to be the one to help answer your questions and guide you along the way. One more side note is the rule of non-intervention. If you do not ask, no matter how hard you're yelling or how soft you're, you know, mumbling your telepathic thoughts, if you do not ask, they cannot help. And that is just a blanket straight up statement. I mean, it's a very contentious law. It's a very contentious law. If you are drowning, okay, and you do not ask to be saved, then guess what? <laughs> You're not going to be saved. I mean, it's not that. It's contracts and all of that too, but it's pretty crazy. Now, once again, your asks are all telepathic and your only communication with your guides shouldn't just be what you're asking for. You should just converse with them and check in with them too because they're also a soul and they're also experiencing and learning and, and growing and what have you. So yeah, lots of things, all the things. But let's get back to the staircase. So all of our baggage, all of our emotional shit, let's call it, will prevent you from raising your vibrational frequency or maintaining a heightened vibrational frequency long enough for you to hear what they say back directly. 
Now, your third eye, telepathy, right, is is just like a muscle. So the more that you practice with it, the easier it's going to be for you to clear all of your baggage, even for a moment, because we can clear the pads momentarily to let information in. I, I just want to mention another side note that just because I am telepathic and I can hear them and see them and whatever doesn't mean that I'm clear of like shitty baggage, doesn't mean that I'm clear of reality reaction and trauma. Absolutely not. I'm just a master at momentarily clearing that shit, which isn't great, mind you, because I can pretend very easily that I don't have shit to deal with, right? And then, of course, it all comes back and I've got to take responsibility and all of that. So you can either clear your stuff completely and be really nice and hollow or empty and open, okay, to to have those messages be relayed to you. Or you can practice clearing your shit momentarily, which works, it works either way. You just might not be able to fully hear your spirit guides talk to you until you've done all of the work, which could be you know, years, lifetimes down the line. So, you know, maybe I should have a follow-up podcast or a membership video talking about how to clear your stuff momentarily. Just push it aside. (laughs) Come on, it's great. Anyway, so yeah, so keeping that in mind as well is that our own fears and doubts and attachments are the buffer between you and actually connecting with your spirit guides doesn't necessarily mean that they can't connect with you. So hopefully, that makes sense. Okay, so let's move on. When we yell at our spirit guides, it's not necessarily like you're yelling telepathically. It's not like an all caps text, okay? It's not, it's not like that. Here's what it is. You're so frustrated. You're so at your wits end. You have tried all of the things that you are able to amplify your frequency. That's what I feel like yelling at my spirit guides is. It is the process of amplifying my inner frequency to really get the answers that I need. I think also spirit guides do watch us. They do know when we're putting a lot of effort behind something. Even if they know that, they can't do anything unless we ask for what we need, right? It kind of all comes full circle. I still think it's best when we try all of the things, we try all of the options ourselves first, and then we go to our spirit guides. Likewise, you know, on the other hand, if you're always just going to your spirit guides first and you haven't tried yourself, then that's also kind of making a statement on where you're at, right? So they're aware of all of that. But regardless of how you got there, if you're at a place where you just need to know, especially, especially with big foundational things, then it's okay to yell at your guides. It's okay to amplify your energy. And emotion will do just that. Emotion will amplify your frequency. All right, spirit guides, tell me, like, just be real with me. Like, give me a fucking sign. And and for me, it was, don't give me a small one. I am not accepting any of your small little signs. I need to be slapped in the face. That's what I asked for. And boy, did I ever get slapped in the face. So I find that when we're in a place of maybe for lack of a better word, desperation, it's actually easier to obtain what it is that we're needing and what we're looking for because we are at a natural state of amplifying the frequency. Now, I also want you to just think about activations. 
I'm sure that if you are here, if you are listening to this, which you are because you're here, um, then you've had moments of experiencing like connections to source is what I would call it. Maybe you were stuck in traffic. Maybe you were meditating. Maybe you were sleeping. Maybe you were doing yoga. Maybe you were writing in your journal or having a conversation with a stranger. But there's this, I don't know how else to call it, but an activation. It feels like every cell of your body lights up. And it's this extremely high vibrational frequency. That is an amplification of a positive frequency of a positive vibration. No matter if you're coming at your spirit guides with an amplified low frequency of desperation and fear or an amplified positive frequency, as long as it's amplified, they're really going to be listening to you. Like I mentioned, they listen to you all the other times, but we become very clear and very direct with what it is that we need, what we're looking for when we are amplified. So the last thing that I want to mention here is it's really important to remember what you ask for, no matter it be manifestation or from your spirit guides or really whatever, okay, you're asking for, remember it. (laughs) Because half of the time, we're always just kind of asking for things in passing in our own mind. Oh, wouldn't it be nice if... And then that wouldn't it be nice if actually comes full circle and you're manifesting, you know, the things that would be nice. And we forget that we created that. That's why there's a lot of like significance in having like a vision board because that basically helps us not only ask for what we want in a very clear and visual way, But remember what we asked for in a very clear and visual way. And then we can visually take those things off of the manifestation board and basically, you know, move on or what have you. So that's why it's really important to really, you know, be clear, be concise, be direct when focusing on and asking for what you want. And that way you can remember, oh my goodness, I asked for this last month and here it is, right? And so yell at your spirit guides. It's okay. They don't mind. But usually when I get to a point where I'm yelling at them, it's usually because of something extreme, right? So don't yell at them, I guess, for mundane things. And for those mundane things, this is a reminder to you that you already have all the answers. Your spirit guides are just guiding you to the answers that you already have within yourself. So go within first. Ask yourself first. You are it. You are all of it. You are all of those expressions. So don't undermine yourself by always going to your spirit guides, but just know that you can clearly and directly go to them and they will be there for you. All right. So I hope this was like a little bit of a good overview on spirit guides, a little bit of a good overview on kind of my history. That was all in my book as well. Speaking of which, if you have not gotten my book, this is your sign right here, right now. That book, no matter at what stage you are in your awakening journey, is really going to shift you. 
So check it out. It's called You're Not Dying, You're Just Waking Up on Amazon everywhere. And the audiobook should be released and coming out in the next couple of months. So stay tuned for that. As always, thank you so, so much for being here. Have an amazing rest of your day and an even better week. I will see all of you in the fifth dimension frequency. Thank you.